<laughs> All right. Um, well, like I was gonna. How do we begin? I was gonna pretend like woo, and uh -huh. I'm like, oh man, I am. Uh, we 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 have driven from Arlington, which is. Um, Yes. First, welcome. Welcome to Hi, the show. Hi, welcome. Yes. Thank you for tuning um, in every week. We uh, we literally drove in from Arlington as a family. Yes. With my mom, with Miss Betty. Yes. With Delilah, with Garrett. And Steve means like we literally threw our suitcases, like we showered really quick, which I don't know why they can't smell us. We didn't have to. But yeah, but I need to say, when I get off the road, I just got to shower and feel clean, you know? Yeah. So we I showered. sprayed a ton of dry shampoo. <laughs> we showered very quickly and, and jumped on the podcast um, because it's just trying to make everybody's schedule work, you know, between... Yeah. Because Rick is leaving us to go hunt for ghosts. And yeah, Rick and, and <laughs> everybody. So it's, uh, here we are. Yes. Here we are. We, we just got off of a weekend of Mother's Day, which um, Thursday I left to, oh, excuse me. I left to Arlington. Yeah. Knowing that you were going to do Garrett's last baseball game on Saturday morning. Well, and we had his kindergarten then, school tour. Oh, yeah. Thursday. That's why we couldn't go with you because I was like, we can't. I mean, it wasn't mandatory that he do it, but I just felt like it was well, important. And I, you know, and you know me. I wanted him to have that last baseball game, too. Like, it was important, you know. Yeah, I was about so, the education. You were about the baseball. Well, <laughs> again, go, going. Like, who cares about the school tour? Um, I mean, going back to, you know, always us always trying to make everything work, right? Yes, you for know, sure. We were... You know, I was three and a half hours away in Arlington, Texas. Um, I drove up with me and Jake and, and Timmy Thursday. Oh, always making it work. What he means is always making sure to find a casino. Well, you know, I Google casinos <laughs> near me. Right? When I go to a comedy club, casinos near me. Is anybody, Rick, are you surprised he found a casino? Look, Philadelphia <laughs> next week, casinos near me. Rivers Casino is across the street from the comedy club. Across the street. Then, Rick, we're leaving today. We pull out of the parking lot where the hotel is, and she's like, oh, my God, there's a Nordstrom Rack right there. How did I not know this? And I go, well, if you Googled Nordstrom Rack near me, then you would have found one. I should have known. There's usually Nordstrom Racks well, I, close to the comedy clubs. But, I, you know, I, I did want to take a little side note. We did, Yes, Jake and I did go to the casino um, Thursday night after my show. Uh -huh. Well, we didn't do, there's nothing really happened Thursday night. It was already late when we got there and, and we woke up to play craps in the morning and there was just a, a, a really sweet moment. Oh, before I get into that, Aztec Chevrolet, thank you. Oh, you know what? No, no, let's not talk about Aztec right oh, now. Oh, cause we have a cool story yeah, to share about Aztec too. A cool story. So, um, Jake and I wake up, we go to the craps table before I have to go back to Arlington. And, um, there's a man there, several men, but there's one in particular and he has his son with him and his son is, um, has down syndrome. Yeah. And his son is 30. I don't know why you're so sad and, and serious in your tone. This is such a sweet story. It's a very sweet story, but it, but it, it like, we always have to remember and I try to sell this to you all the time, having perspective. Yeah. Right. And truly understanding like uh, how, you know, to, uh, and again, me always looking at the positives, mm -hmm. right. I'm a, I look at the positives, right. So this man's there with his um, son who has Down syndrome and his son's 30. His name is Drew and he ends up right next to me and Jake. Uh -huh. Right. And Drew has his little money and, and you could tell that, um, they go there a lot because all the dealers like know the dad. They're like, hi, Drew. Right. But uh -huh. in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, like I'm going to win. There's an angel at the table. Yeah. Right. When there's somebody at the table who truly doesn't care whether he wins or loses, you, we're going to win. Yeah. Right? And he would put his money down and his dad would go, oh, OK, Drew, you want to put your money down? Right. We get on this roll. Right. Uh -huh. We and, and by the way. You know, it was one of those things where we oh, we get on this roll, things are going crazy, we're high fiving, Drew's fist bumping every time, right? Drew would Drew right, I mean, you know, we're high fiving over uh -huh. him and he's just 
he's having the time of his life, right? And and his dad would go, we'd hit a good number, and his dad would go, um, um, dance, Drew, dance, and then Drew and him would dance, you know, and <laughs> me and Jake would join them and dance with them, you know, and, and it was it was awesome. And then there's this one bet called Horn High Yo, where uh-huh. you're basically betting that six six comes. They call it midnight, right? And the odds of a, a 12 coming mm-hmm. is 30 to 1, right? Okay. So we put it on there. It's a three. We get paid, right? Why do you get so, paid for a three? Because it was horn high low. Like you're you're playing all the craps, but you're playing the high. Oh, gotcha. Right? Okay. High, right? So anyway, we get paid like 120 bucks. And, and uh, we, they go, you want your bet back? And we go, yeah. Right, it's a $50 bet. Uh-huh. Um, and then Drew's father says... You realize if we hit midnight, 6-6, six, six, we win $1,000, right? And then Jake goes, um, well, let's just roll it, right? Uh-huh. And then Drew goes, it's coming, Dad. It's coming. And it hits 6-6. Six, six. Uh-huh. And we, of course, a $1,000 roll. Everyone loses we it. We lose our yeah. minds on our corner. The dad's like, Drew, dance, dance, Drew. And then dance, Drew's dancing and we're dancing. And, yeah. And it, it just, it, you know, it... it it made me have my own perspective as a father, you know, to go, man, sometimes, you know, Garrett's uh, uh, overwhelming me sometimes, you know, yeah. or, or, or sometimes I, I don't have the patience for Garrett, you know, and, and it, yeah. it made me look at this dad and this son and think to myself, well, man, this, this guy for 30 years has been patient with this child, yeah, you know, with this little boy. Yeah. For 30 years, this dad somehow still has positive energy with his son because he's 30 and he's still taking care of him. Yeah. You know, and still, hey, Drew, come on, Drew. And, you know, keeping up with Drew and putting him in the car. and You know what I mean? Yeah. But this dad still was super sweet and super fun with his son and and obviously had the patience for him, you know. And it was just, for me, a moment of of, man, you know, thank you, Drew. And, and his father for, you know, giving me a reminder. Yeah. You know, for giving me a reminder that, hey, man, kids are a blessing. Kids are a gift, you know, and, and we may not have perfect kids. Yeah. But we should have the patience for them. Yeah. You know, so it was just a, a really cool moment at the casino. Who knew you, you could know? learn life lessons at the craps table? Well, you know me. Look, I, I, learn, <laughs> I learn life lessons from anybody and everybody and everything. You know me. Um, but Friday, um, we had a, a big shout out to the Chick-fil-A group from the Valley. Well, so that's what was crazy. Rick is, is the Canelo fight was in Arlington at Cowboy stadium. So there wasn't a hotel room to be found. There wasn't a restaurant that wasn't an hour and a half wait. Like it was nuts of the amount of people that had come into Arlington, like yeah. it was it, like, well, no, like, and I got in the elevator with the kiddos and a girl's like, are you here for the fight? I was like, nope. She's like, are you here for the game? I was like, nope, I'm here for a comedy show. <laughs> yeah. There's a baseball game around the corner. There's, there's the Canelo fight, which is bringing in a record 80,000 people. It was nuts. The weekend was nuts. So a group from the Valley, the McAllen area, uh-huh. they had come in and, um, you know, I do the Chick-fil-A joke, right? About little baby Jonathan yes, yeah. at the Chick-fil-A. Well, afterwards, they hand me a stack of, of gift cards from Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And they end up hanging out afterwards. And they're like, oh, well, he owns a Chick-fil-A and he owns a Chick-fil-A and he owns a Chick-fil-A. So I ended up Friday, I ended up hanging out with with all these Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. Garrett was so excited owners. to put them all in his wallet. Yeah. yeah. So big shout out to the, the Chick-fil-A of, of South South Texas uh, for hooking me up and just being really sweet and, and nice. And then Saturday morning, Captain Eva was coming up. She went to the game. We did baseball here, last game of the season. Yep. It was so cute. The kids were so excited. Like, they didn't want to stop playing. Huh? What else? Oh, so what else? So we, we did the game. And then we came home and we loaded up the car. And I got Mama and uh, behind-the-scenes Betty. And we made the drive. I was just... I didn't want to do that drive by myself. Four hours is like three with Delilah because she's eating every three hours. You know, we can we can do, but over that, then you have to stop and it's like a whole Well, a whole I didn't thing. I didn't for me realize. to do by myself with well, the yeah, kids. and mom was nice enough to to go with you and, and I didn't realize but you know, 
mom was like, you realize this is the first Mother's Day in 20 years that we have spent together. That's crazy. You know, because on Mother's Day, I am the entertainment. Yeah. Right? I am the show. I am something to do on Mother's Day. Yeah. Right? And I'm and usually I'm on the road. Um, apparently not Texas, because I wasn't able to do it with mom. So it was really nice to to have mom with me on Mother's this weekend. Day. So because the Canelo fights in town, right? Uh-huh. And I'm over there like all right, let me get a reservation for a nice dinner. Okay, nice dinner, nothing. Yeah. Okay, what about Saturday? Can we do Saturday? Nothing. We end up at like a a glorified lubies or <laughs> like we end up at this bullshit restaurant and I'm so bummed about it. But then I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll book mom and Renee a spa day. No spas. Okay, well, maybe they can get nails. No nails, right? <laughs> okay, what about pedicures? No pedicures. That's the same as the nails, right? Yeah. Can I can I get a massage, right? There's a woman coming out of the elevator Friday, and I'm like, with her massage table, I go, uh-huh. are you open Saturday or Sunday? She's like, oh, honey. Honey, honey, honey. <laughs> She's like, she goes, you and Trump. <laughs> you and Trump, right? So then Jake was like, oh, crap, I got to get cat something uh-huh. in San Antonio, Maybe there's a dude. Yeah, and we're on the phone running into the same problem with zero zero luck. And this is how I ended up with a gas station gift last year. Yes, but <laughs> um, you came to. Uh, we did dinner Saturday, which was our Mother's Day dinner. We did, um, which was nice to have you and and um, mom and, yeah. and you to be with your kids, right? Um, and then we did the show Saturday. You had a couple of friends show up. I did. Yeah, we had some friends show up Saturday. And so I stayed out for a little bit. It was good. One of my um, one of my girlfriends who's who's actually now we know Broadway is opening back up. I have a girlfriend who's in a Broadway play and she moved to back to Texas to be with her folks while New York was shut down. And um, I was glad I got to see her before they go back to New York. It was good to see them, too. And and, um, it was nice for me and you to kind of stick around uh, a little bit after. and, And, you know, we have these friends from. San Jose, California, who made the move from San Jose to Texas. They chose Dallas. And we literally had not seen them in in over a year. Yeah. You know, so it was nice that they were able to come out and and join us. And I was able to bring you and mom on stage Saturday night for both shows. Yeah. Wish you both a, a... Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. And then Sunday, I took you guys to brunch. Yeah, we did brunch at uh, my friend's place in Fort Worth called El Chingon. Yes, and, and we that, just ordered everything. Oh, everything! And then mom, <laughs> mom loved it because you know there was mariachis, and I know how much mom loves mariachis. Yes, you know, and and it was really cool. And then of course, because I'm trying to be as patient as possible on Mother's Day, you know, the stockyards are right there in Fort Worth, which uh-huh. is uh, the stockyards is is how would you describe? I it? I don't it's, know how I'd never done that. I don't know how I'd never been to the it, stockyards. It's really cool. It's a country outdoor mall. Yes, but it's not at all what I thought it was going to be. It's like nice. It's like there's cool cobblestone streets. There's like guys riding around on horseback and there's horse-drawn carriages. But it's also Bars, like... Bars, restaurants. But it's also like upscale shops too. Yeah. Like Wrangler has a storefront. It's kind of like... It's if you're rodeo. A, not rodeo. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It definitely has that vibe. I knew you would like it. And I, and you know, cause I, when I lived in Dallas, that's where I would like to hang out. I would always go to the stockyards. Yeah. Um, to party. And, and I knew, I, you know, I knew how cool it was. Yeah. And, and I wanted to take you and mom there. Cause I know that you guys would enjoy kind of, you know, doing the, you know, me and, and flip and Garrett, we sat at a table and you girls, yeah. You know, did your thing. And and I, I was trying to <laughs> try to be as sweet as possible, patient as possible. Like, you know, I was like, hey, whatever y'all want to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's Mother's Day. Yeah. You really just wanted a nap. Thankfully oh, like, I Mother's did Day. Too. I'm like, hey, y'all, y'all, yeah. you know, y'all. Y'all do what you want, you know. But but it was it was really nice to um to be with my mom, you know, and, and have her on stage Sunday as well. Uh-huh. You know, and, and the shows were were fantastic and Speaking of of Aztec Chevrolet, um, Betty, Delilah, and Garrett are doing something. So we all go to the first show together. Oh, that's and, what it is. 
And Garrett goes on stage and he sang a couple of songs. He's decided he's not telling jokes anymore, that he wants to sing. So he went on stage and told a couple songs. And then, of course, once that's done, Delilah's like starting to turn into a pumpkin and it's time to get him out of there. So um, Betty grabbed the kiddos and went back to the hotel. And in the parking lot, ran into this couple who were they were from California. Fresno. Yeah, from Fresno. And Very had nice people. driving through, had bought tickets and planned to come to your show all the way here in Texas. And they, they ended up at our hotel and his wife was freaking out because she was like, hey, look, somebody bought a car from Aztec Chevrolet. <laughs> and, and then he was like, it's got to be them. It's got to be them. It's the, it's the car they get to drive. It's the Aztec car that they get to drive, you know, and of course... He sees Betty, and then she was like, "No, that's their son. She's I know like, that's, that's their behind son." That's behind the scenes, Betty. That's Garrett. That's, that's their Delilah. Son, right? yeah. So they were they were able to 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 track us down uh-huh. because of the Aztec Chevrolet plate. So, uh, hey, Aztec Chevrolet, it's working. What we're doing, <laughs> what we're doing is working. So it was awesome that that they came all that way. Yeah, you know, to to see me and and to see us and. You know, we, we always try to go out of our way for people like that. You know, people that made such an that, effort that to come to a show to, to see you live. Show, you know, and, and it was it was nice. They came Sunday and then Ray was like, oh, my God, they, they were texting me and, and we got to find them. We got to find them. And then sure enough, they were at the. Thank goodness they were at that show. Yeah, because I hadn't read my messages until I was sitting in the green room on Sunday when things were a little more chill and. Um, and I saw it and they happened to be at that show. Cause I felt bad. I thought we had missed them. Well, I was laughing. Were you looking at any of the, um, the poll? No, I didn't see what happened with the poll. Oh my God. It went nuts. Did it really? Yeah. You haven't People looked? were all into it. No, I didn't look. You haven't read the, the, messages? I haven't read all the comments. Have you read any? None of them. Here, I'll let you go through them while I talk and you can pick, uh, um, the good ones. What were people all about? Tell me. Well, people were mad at me. They're like, of course you owe her a gift. <laughs> of course. And I'm like, dude, first of all, I'm a comedian. And yes, I'm happy to give my wife a gift. She is a an amazing mother. So do you have one? Um, yeah, this one says, true, she's not your mother. She was never a mother until you chose her to be the mother of your beautiful children. Maybe I didn't choose her. <laughs> Maybe it just happened. <laughs> It's a kind gesture to recognize her role as a great mother to your children. You should purchase something meaningful from your child to his mom. Yes, 100% you should get her a Mother's Day gift. It's mostly yes, by Renee Diamonds. Happy wife, happy life. (laughs) But actually, no. Honestly, what was really sweet that we did for Mother's Day was um, we had a family nap. Which was really nice. And I, I know that sounds so silly, but like literally to get a nap and for all of us <laughs> to be napping at the same time in a dark hotel room in a cushy hotel bed um, was really, really lovely. And I realized that like because you work weekends, right, Garrett goes to school in the mornings and so we're rushing out the door during the week when you're home. But unless um, we travel with you, oh, can we, read this we one? don't get time in a cushy hotel bed, all of us like that to take a nap. You come off so cheap sometimes, Steve. <laughs> she is always buying on the bargain racks. <laughs> I know you gave her a vacation, but you went to, you went to had fun. You should have <coughs> gave her a push gift. I did. I did give her a push gift. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm so freaking. You know what? Calling uh, me cheap. I'll be back. What are you? What are you doing? I'll be back. <laughs> he's probably gonna pull out every nice thing he's ever bought me and like put it out on the table. He did get me a nice push gift. Um, I have a very nice diaper bag. So before Garrett was born, um, I didn't ask for a push present with Garrett, but before Garrett was born, he came home this, with a nice handbag. This is her diaper bag. <laughs> okay. Mr. Trevino. Uh, can we take the bag off the that's, table that's now? Her, that's her diaper bag. So for you, that's like Mr. Steve's oh Jeep. Oh, my goodness. That I should, people couldn't even see me. It was so big. <laughs> it was so big that it blocked me. Uh, and that was from Cindy. Cindy? Uh, you know. 
know what's funny is that you talk every week about how you take the comments very personal and you try to read them all, and people still keep commenting great, amazing things. I love it. Yeah, I well, love no, it. I they love know it. we read them, and they know that, that, that it affects us. There's a chance they might get a shout out on the podcast. Yes, and then you know what I you know what I uh, I did for mom too is is we sent her a bunch of old salt coffee uh, from our friends at Old Salt Coffee, so she should be getting that when she gets home. I don't want to say it too loud, but yeah, yeah. Uh, to our friends at Old Salt Coffee, thank you so much. Uh, don't forget, guys, OldSaltCoffee.com. Get it delivered to the house. Make your life easy. Trevino 10 percent discount. Order it by bulk, millions of it. <laughs> I'm just trying to help out. Big diaper bags full of I'm it. I'm just trying to help out. But um, so anyway, the point is um, that. Oh, wait, no, you didn't say what one. What one? That's what I'm getting at. Oh, OK. I'm getting at. And thank God, because it was. And, and, and by the way, jokingly, I said, spend over a thousand dollars or whatever. Uh-huh. And Rick put it on there. Which, oh, really? Which I had called Rick and I go, dude, don't be doing that no, shit. No, no, we're going to do that. Mother's Day is about like putting thought into okay, things. Okay, well, most people pick $1,000. <laughs> Did they really? And the winner by, by a smidge was breakfast in bed. See, okay, I thought my guess was that um, all your male fans were going to choose the leg show. And my so, male fans? Yeah, I thought all the male fans. The male that was fans? my guess. I don't know. I just thought the guys would be like, oh, I'll give her the leg show because it's funny. You're 100% right, Renee. I voted twice for the election. <laughs> well, no. And so I took comfort in the fact that I know, based on Steve's Facebook demographics, that, that your audience is like 56% female. So I was like, okay, there's a chance. There's a chance. No, dude, if I had to do the... To your point, I have no idea why I voted for that. I just did <laughs> He secretly wants to see me in my underwear. <laughs> But I couldn't do the leg show because there would have been a lot of editing to do, buddy. I would have had to shave my butt cheeks. The, the butt cheeks have a little party going on back there. Gross. TMI? Yes, TMI. Um, but yes, so the winner is um, Breakfast in Bed. Now, okay. because I was working and uh-huh. I was on the road for Mother's Day. And and on Mother's Day, you were sleeping in while I was out with Delilah. Yes. And today Uh is the Monday after Mother's Day. Okay. And tomorrow, I will make you breakfast in bed, true to my word, and we will take a picture of the bullshit breakfast I make for you. (laughs) No, Um, actually, you cook really good breakfast. You make a really good breakfast. Honestly, when we have guests come and stay, I don't cook breakfast. You're the one that wakes up and like does the breakfast. Everybody watches the podcast. I like the way you're like, when guests come, no, period. Renee doesn't cook, period. <laughs> when guests come, like, no, I don't, I've never seen you cook. Sometimes. Oh my God, stop, woman. Yeah. Uh, Rick, and then on a side note, dude, I get home today. I get home today. I open up the garage. Dude, there is four or five boxes stacked in the garage that say Renee's life. <laughs> Renee's parents have cleaned out her trophies. <laughs> Remember I told you she had the shrine in her room of her? Her parents finally are like, fuck this shit. Put it in boxes and sent it to us. And Betty and so, I are like, we're gonna have to clean out the closet here in the podcast studio because I, I don't mean, know where dude, we're gonna put crazy. it. All. There's I'm getting a lot, I'm getting up a lot. Stuffed it in nooks and crannies where we could before we left to hit the road again. And by the way, this what is, is this? just like a couple of them. This is just a couple of them. Ooh, fourth grade Hall of Fame. <laughs> fourth, I'm going to hide the years so that you were in fourth grade. Thank you. Fourth grade Hall of Fame. But people can tell how old you are by this plaque. Like just looking at the plaque, like kids are like, is that an antique? Um, and then what is this right here? I don't even know. What I'm gonna do you hide have? The, I'm going to hide the date again. Thank you. Um, 11th grade <laughs> high honors. Gregory, Portland High School, 11th grade. I wonder high. what that means. I don't even look know what that, that means. Look at the dust. <laughs> look at the dust on this bullshit. Dude. Uh, and by the way, Rick, boxes and boxes of this stuff. Mom said that's not all. She's like, she goes, here, I'm, she sent it with your mom. And she was like, I loaded what I could in the car and you got to come deal with the rest. She told me. Yeah, we need a, we need a U-Haul trailer <laughs> to get the rest of Renee's accolades. <laughs> Dude, I'm not kidding you, Rick. Like boxes and boxes. 
I thought oh. you were going to say Amazon boxes. I didn't realize that's what you're going to talk about. I mean, I mean, that's the question. Okay. I'm very proud of you. Right. You, oh, what are we going to do with all of it? What do you do with it? it, man? No. Like, I mean, my college diploma, if it's somewhere in there, we'll probably keep that. Yeah, it's right there. There's a picture of you in college. Oh, it's framed and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, that'll probably... But, but do we but need fourth grade? No, we don't. The fourth grade plaque. <laughs> Which, by the way, Rick, here's how dumb I am. Now I feel worse. Why? Because I don't even know there was plaques being given out <laughs> in fourth grade. Like, ignorance is bliss. Like, I don't even know you could get a plaque in fourth grade. I'm over there in the dumb kid class folding pizza boxes for Pizza Hut. And meanwhile, Renee's over there getting freaking plaques. Here, take this home. No wonder you're an asshole. Like, no wonder, no wonder you think so highly of yourself. You've been given plaques your whole life. That's what I need to do. I need to get Renee on a plaque system here at the house. Just so she can be nice. Who look, Renee, let me present you with another plaque. Most amazing dinner plaque. Yeah. Oh, wow, Renee, you wash the clothes, fold them, and put them away once. Plaque, plaque, plaque. <laughs> dude. Um, I'm sorry. But, but, dude, Garrett did so good on stage. And, and sometimes I feel like, oh, my God, like, I bring them on stage, and I, I always feel like maybe there's some people in the audience that are like, "Oh God, we gotta, we gotta watch this." I mean, look, I'm sure scene, that's gotta you know? happen. I'm sure that's gotta happen. They paid to see an adult comedy show, and then but, for a second, you're like, uh. "But he ended up getting a standing ovation, and he did so good." People in and Arlington then, were very, very sweet to him. And last night, they were handing him twenties. Holy cow! And people yeah. were giving him money. And Garrett's like, Dad, that's what I'm doing from now on. <laughs> well, because he I'm came singing. backstage. I thought they were going to be $1 bills, maybe a couple fives. No, most people legit handed this kid a $20 bill. Dude, Flip was so annoyed because <laughs> Flip, Flip, goes, Flip goes, he literally made more money in merch than I did. He's like, your five-year-old <laughs> made more money tonight than me. Um, but he did so good and people clapped for him and, and Garrett... Was you know he was so into it you know yeah. so um, I'm gonna run off and I'm gonna get Garrett and mom yeah and um, you know I don't know how much of this you're gonna see but we'll, we'll probably end up editing a little bit of it but my mom's here and I thought well we just had a great Mother's Day with my mom and we've always talked about having Miss Dora on the podcast but we've never actually had her on I mean well, she isn't she is in my life in quarantine. Yes. So if people have seen that, she makes an appearance in that. And she's so good. And y'all, she was so funny. We cut out a lot of her stuff from so my life in quarantine. I'll, pos I'll help position the mic. Um, but yeah, no, there's so much good stuff in my life in quarantine of Miss Dora that we cut that I wish there was like a way we could show you guys because she's so good. She's so funny. That's where Steve, um, Steve always gets real upset when I call him dramatic, but everyone knows he is. It's not like I'm sharing a secret and um steve definitely gets his flair for the dramatic from his mama from miss dora okay so garrett would like to walk grandma dora in because okay. um, after the show he said dad you know if i'm on the show how come i can't be on the podcast <laughs> so garrett bring grandma in walk her in there we go grandma dora you're gonna sit right over here oh uh, so here you want to sit on my lap real quick have you want to say hi to everybody? You want to say hello? Say hi. Hi. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. You don't have to hold it like that. Okay. How did it feel um, to be on stage there. singing? It felt good. Yeah? What song did you sing? Dirt on My Boots. By who? John Pardee? By John Pardee. Yeah. Are you going to sing from now on on stage? Yes. Yes what? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we're so proud of you. You did so good. Thanks. We love you. Okay, thank you for bringing Grandma Dora in okay. here. Tell Mom Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thank you, All sweet boy. right. Close the door behind you, okay, buddy? Yes. Good job, Garrett. All right, so that was my son, Garrett. And uh, as always, like... Shut it all the way. Um, hey, Mom. Hi. How are you? Doing good. Yeah? Yes, recuperating. Yeah. <laughs> your mom party, well, dude. Yeah, no, and, and behind the scenes, Betty was like mixing cocktails for your mom at the hotel room. Yeah, and, then, and then what was the one that Timmy yeah. made you with amaretta? Every oh, night, mom have a. 
No, it was Bailey's Coffee and... Frangelico. Frangelico. So, Here, and look so at me just a, a second, you got an eyelash on your face. When you, when you drink Bailey's Coffee, it's, I'm yeah. old, but I still like to party. I drink coffee and alcohol. Did I say I was old? No. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then, and then you I, called her 80 on stage. I yeah. Love I love doing that. She gets on stage. I'm like, man, she looks great for 80. And you see people like, there's no way she's 80. <laughs> um, hey, I'm not too far from 80 anyway. No. But, but um, Arturo showed up. Well, I was, um, my mom had drinks. And then also that was Friday, Saturday. And then or Saturday night, Arturo shows up with, with two of his friends uh-huh. from Mexico so then all of a sudden, mom and those girls are like, and then all of a sudden they're partying and drinking. And, yes, and mom we had, a had good fun. Time. Yes, had fun? I did. Oh, yes. It yeah. was nice. Do, do you think, do you think <clears throat> that if you knew any better that you could have been a movie star? No. You don't think so? No. Steve always says if it had been a different time or... Had you pursued it? If you had known it was an option that you could move to Hollywood and become an actress, Steve always thinks you would have moved to Hollywood and been an actress. Well. You don't think so? I liked all of that. Yes. Well, what did you want to do when you were a kid? I wanted to be an RN. A nurse? Really? Yeah. Couldn't afford it, though. But that's what I wanted. But my mother changed my mind. Yeah. (laughs) She didn't like what nurses did. Who taught you to sew? Well, my mother was... uh, my mother sewed a lot, and I started sewing little doll clothes by hand Cause, cause Rick, when, when I, I was, was about seven. When I was a little kid, my house was sewing central. Yes. Everybody in Portland, Texas brought everything to my mom. I think you could have really had a business there had you Yeah, I could it. have. I, um, I was a seamstress for a while and sewed for a lot of people. But they expect to not pay very much for clothes that is made. Right. They wanted it for free. I mean, practically. Right. You and know. it's hard. It and it's so hard. Yes. yes. I did a whole wardrobe for this young girl that um, she was a plus size. So she, fat? she was fat. Well, plus size. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I ended up doing a whole wardrobe for her because she was going to Hawaii or Cancun Uh or somewhere. So when I told her the price, it kind of surprised her because she thought it was going to be cheap. Right. And and it really is. It's expensive. expensive. It was not just the cost of the fabric. I mean, fabric is expensive, too. Fabric's not cheap. Well, fabric back then and patterns were a lot cheaper. Well, it was funny because... You know, when we were living in L.A., mom's coming to L.A. And Renee's like, I need a sewing machine because uh, Miss Dora is going to teach me how to sew. The sewing machine came out once. No, no, I have no. Pulled it. See, <laughs> no, she she... we pulled it out and she yeah. helps me use it again. We made curtains. That's Your sisters curtains. gave them back to pillows. me because yeah. they, did, they didn't use them. But I, I made her several blouses, several shorts sundresses and it totaled up to about three hundred and fifty dollars and in those days but it yes but that's a lot of material because she but was that plus was, size. that took me about two months to do yeah wow. that's know, a long time bringing her in and out to for measurements and everything yeah I, I just always but, find it interesting mom because you're such a talented person and and you know here you are and you've seen her be a seamstress she's perfect yeah yeah, yeah. So mom's very artistic and then from there, you started typing. And then you, how many words a minute at one point were you able to type? No, I can still do that. How many? About 120 words a minute. Wow. 120 words a minute, Rick. Can you Google what the average is? Because that's pretty good. I went to a typing class. But they threw me out. Why? Well, because that was for beginners. And I should have been in advanced because I was too fast. You were too fast. Yeah. yeah. I was 50 too. To 80. Holy 50 cow! Fifty is the average, and mom's at hundred and twenty words a minute. Yep, and I can still do that. But that's amazing. But again, mm-hmm. mom, so you went from from sewing to to then having a skill like that, right? And then yeah. you decided. I remember you were selling Mary Kay. Yes, I did while. for about eighteen years. And then I'll tell you this: that that my mom, every job she's ever done, she becomes the spokesperson for that job. Yeah. Like everywhere. Yeah. So she was at the Texas Workforce Commission. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, she's in a commercial. <laughs> yes. Yes, I was. All of a sudden, mom's in a commercial. Uh-huh. 
And uh, you were there, what, a year, year and a half? Mm, um, 94, 96, two and a half, maybe. But she's there a year, and Rick, they're putting her in commercials. So that, that's why I yeah. think that with as much talent as you have, uh, your ability to for design, mm -hmm. right? Like, would you say, <laughs> Renee, that mom's one of the only ones, and not to disrespect your mom, that you listen to when it comes to well, style? Well, she's a Virgo. Oh, God. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're identical. Yeah. We're both Virgos. Oh, yeah, mom, say Virgo. We like say Virgo. 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 <laughs> mom so Virgo. 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 <laughs> say Virgo. Do you really think that that's why? Yeah, we have a lot in common. We do have Not a lot in common. The jewelry, the shoes, yes, the and, hats, and we like nice bags. stuff. Yes. I know Renee's yes. going through mom's closet, and she's like, Dora, when you die, I just want the shoes. <laughs> Well, no, and the dishes. She has, and, she has yes. a dish obsession like I do, too. Yes, All her do. glass dishes. What did you yes. think when I brought Renee home? What do you mean? Home when? When I first, when started, <laughs> when um, I first started dating her. Well, be honest. No, I'm going to be honest. I, I thought she was a beautiful girl, and, and she'd make a good straighten you out. <laughs> And she did, she's I think. A, she's straighten you straighten out. You out. <laughs> and I, I think she did. You needed somebody like her. Oh, I think and mom thought I was going to girl. prison. Well, it really scared me when he, when he called and said, we're going to New York for Jerry's wedding. Oh, yeah. And he told me, he says, you better not say anything about Renee and I over there. And I said, oh, no. <laughs> That was one of our first date dates. Was, yeah. was Jerry's wedding. Yeah, and that's when I found out you were dating her. Yeah. Oh, because I'd Jerry's already been out wedding. in L.A. and I'd yeah. gone back to school, and you yes. said I'm coming to New York with my family. Go to this wedding with yes. Me. No, you were like, I have to go. No. If we're dating, I have to go. I have no. to represent. No. <laughs> no, but that was one of our first dates. Was was yeah. Um, Jerry's wedding. And then we took forever to get married. So for years, it was like Steve and friend, Steve and date. And I was like, yeah. we've been together seven years. We've been, coming. we've been dating longer they than the couple getting married. It's always somebody else. And they, they were just surprised that you kept showing up. Yes. Every time they get out an invitation, they're like, surely she's still not with it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> um, so. And then, and you know, um, You've told me this, and you were supposed to have a baby before Lisa. Yes. And you had a miscarriage. I was six months. Like Renee was. Mm -hmm. But That was the first one. The first one, yes. I remember you had a and name and everything. Yes. Um, I, well, I had a name, Lisa. And when uh, they, they were going to baptize her, and, um, and I asked the priest... That if I if the baby I, that died, mm -hmm. they were gonna baptize her. Yes, because she yeah yes she she yeah, because I was six months, but she had been dead for three months. So, but I took her three more months, and I was getting sick, so that's why I miscarried. But the priest said, no, you cannot name if you have another another girl the same name you want for her. Right. So I said, but I want to name her Lisa, because that's the name I had picked uh -huh. from the very beginning. He says, no, you cannot do that. So I named her Veronica. Ah. Yeah. Then, I have a, a certificate. Then in how there. much longer before you got pregnant with Lisa? Three months. Oh, right away. Mm -hmm. And right then Lisa away. came, and then, because, you know, Rick, me and my sisters are all <clears throat> four and a half years apart. Mm -hmm. All of us. Mm -hmm. So then I was next. Yes. Made you a mom. Yes. And then Victoria was an accident. No, no, <laughs> no. They, no, we. No, I said no. She was Bullshit. not. But no, okay, no okay. she it was. was I Nobody planned all Victoria. my kids. No, Victoria, Nobody. don't believe that. <laughs> Nobody wanted Victoria. No, my Dude, kids I were want all her to be thrown planned. in the trash. Yes, <laughs> I called him. No, he. I called and he. I talked to him at the house, and mm -hmm. I told him, I said, I'm bringing your baby sister home. First thing he said was, throw her in the trash. <laughs> and I said, I can't do that. No, I'm glad you didn't, because uh, I love No, but I love she was sister. not an accident. I, they were all planned. I planned them. Yeah, but, but you know. Of course she planned them. She's a Virgo. Yes. I, no, I, I, I had a book. 
<laughs> I had a book that showed the ovulation and the time and everything. I studied that book. <laughs> oh, so back then there a was no A medical book. There was no There app. was no app, but there was a medical book. <laughs> and then um, what has it meant to you to be Arma? Oh, I've been very blessed because yeah. all my kids are good kids and and um, are always there for me and I'm there for them and and I've been blessed to have the children that I have. And when we were um, we were at El Chingon and they were singing the uh, Estas son las mañanitas mm-hmm. and you almost started to cry because you thought of about of your my mom. mom. Yes, about my mom. You know, but but was it weird that because your mom you were you were number seven seven out of nine out of nine and grandma was already older when you got older oh right? yeah she was in her late 30s when she had you when i uh-huh. your mom was in her late 30s when she had you mm-hmm. oh i didn't realize that i never so did how old the was she when she had renee gosh well renee's 66 and she died when she was 78 well how, how many years so, late o- 30s. older are you than renee three three years Oh, so three years later. So, so she, she was, could have been in her 40s, yeah. When she had Renee. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, but she had uh, my older brother, 1937, then my sister, 1938, then 1940, then 41, then 43, then 44, and then 46, and then... Hey, Rick, what's, what's nine times nine? What is that? 49. 81. Oh, 81. 81. 81 months. Of being pregnant in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me jump in here. <laughs> Miss Dora, the fact yes. that he doesn't know nine times nine, <laughs> I'm sure as a child. <laughs> uh, well, it seemed like I had six boys instead of one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, almost seven years of being pregnant in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but she... I no, mean, Rick, I will say that I, my poor mom and my dad... You know, I was a a crazy, wild human, and I've always been a crazy, wild human, and I would assume that, you know, and my even dad told me, dad goes, I really think, you know, had I not been as hard on you as I was, that you you would have ended up in prison. My, my own dad said no, that. No, I don't you know. think so. Um, no, I don't think so. Well, well. But, you know, but well. well. <laughs> but see, your your Aunt Mary, Mappy, she's five years older than me, so Mother waited five years before she had me. Yeah. Right. But I hear, and I don't know if it's true, I hope my sister won't see the podcast, but, <laughs> but my mother told me she breastfed my sister Mary five years, so that's why she wouldn't get pregnant, because she was breastfeeding. Once she stopped, she, she got, got pregnant, pregnant with again. me. Oh, that makes so sense. your sister was a titty baby, and then finally That's what pregnant. I heard. I don't know. Sorry, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but did it feel like, you, like, you know, my, my oldest uncle, who is Ricardo, right, mm-hmm. your brother, mm-hmm. how many years older was he than you? 14. 14 years. Did did it feel like there was other mothers around because of that? Were my you, sisters, yes. That's what I mean. Were you raised by by my everybody? well, mostly my sisters. I mean, once we moved to the United States, um, they helped my parents raise us because we were the youngest. So we're the ones who got the best Christmas, the best clothes, the best toys because they worked and they helped my dad. So they didn't get the best of much because it was hard. But Adelma and I and, and Renee, I mean, we, we got the best because our sisters were there for us. But I always think of, I always think of mom when it comes to, to perspective, right? Because mm-hmm. to this day, I still drive by the house that, that they all lived in, right? And that I, I spent a lot of summers in, right? And it is 1,100 square feet, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, it was about eleven hundred square feet. Yeah, and nine of yeah. you, eleven people. Eleven people living in that, and you were happy. Yes. You don't Never ever remember to... being like, "Oh my God, no. this is the worst." No. We're poor. This sucks. No, we were happy. You know, I mean, we were happy. We never complained. We had to work to help my father, but we were happy. Did Grandma work? No. Your mom didn't work. Mother never worked. So he mm-hmm. would, and was that like a, 
she didn't want to work or was no, it no a... uh mother didn't speak english to begin with my dad didn't either and but my dad worked was it a macho uh, thing you know my wife's not gonna probably work. back then probably but she was i mean our food was ready on the table when we got home from school when we would get up in the morning breakfast was ready she was making tortillas and everything I mean, I, just, I, you know, I never, I never complained. I always pictured, you know, we used to call her abuelita, right? Uh-huh. And my mom's mom, she was always so old to me, but old, old. Yeah. Not yeah. like, uh, you know, because how old was grandma when she passed? My mother? Uh-huh. 79. 79. So mm-hmm. for nine years, she was in her seven, but she always looked old. Yeah. And yeah, is it, it because, is. well, I guess when she you was nine, she looked yeah, like when she was younger. To me, she looked younger, older than uh, older when she was young. Because you know, Grandma had no teeth. Yeah, she lost all her th- teeth in her. Gosh, 30s, I remember being a kid and walking by the restroom, and she was 40. brushing. Oh wow! She was brushing yes. her teeth in her hand, and I was like, ah, like freaking out. Yeah. Like, but she never liked to be seen without yeah. her teeth. Never, 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 yeah. never. No. Um, but but I would say that, that well, lack of calcium from having so many kids. babies, yeah, and, like the things yeah. that does to your body, exactly. But she never complained about that either. And what's um What's been your best um, Mother's Day? Oh, I think all my Mother's Days have been good yeah. with with my daughters, and now with you because I hadn't spent Mother's Day with you in years. Yeah, but I do miss my strawberries. <laughs> I told you. No, no, Well, because he would always send me some, you know, because yes. I didn't spend it with him. But it's a joke. No, we wanted to send you something different this year, yes. so you have something different so at your nice. house. That no. when you get there. But I've enjoyed it, and it, it's it's very nice. Um, you know, Mother's Day to me is good because I have my kids, mm-hmm. but you also think about your mom and. Right. You know, because she's not there anymore, you know, so yeah. it's, it's well, hard. Well, and, and that made me appreciate you more yesterday is is me realizing that, man, you were missing your mom and your mom is you, no longer You know, her, we think you know. the way I used to think was she's going to live forever. So yeah. I don't have to get that close to her because she's going to make right. efforts to spend more time with them because you think they're going to live forever and, and we don't live forever. Yeah. And so you need to spend all the time you can with your mother. And I know you're apart from her, but make more effort to be with us because I already lost several classmates my age and and we're going fast. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, you know and when, it's our time, you know. So and mom used to work at um, at a bank uh-huh. and every year they had this big bank picnic. Right. And it was awesome. All the employees would go and do it. And then they had a talent show. Yeah. Right. So mom was only one of the only ones that would like help me with the talent show. Uh-huh. Right. I would be on, I'd want to be on the talent show and she'd go find a song for me to, to pantomime or, or uh-huh. something, you know, did you ever think that I was going to grow up and be a comedian? And were you worried when I went to Dallas and said, this is what I want to do? Yes, of course I worried. And when you left, uh, you know, I called my mother and I cried and I cried and I cried and my mother said, do n- never cry for your children because you will give them bad luck. She always believed that. Yeah. And she told me not to cry for him, to pray for him. And that's what I've always done. But uh, I worried when you went to Del Mar and then you told me, mother, I'm quitting. I'm getting out of Del Mar. And I said, oh, my God, what is he going to do now? You know, but, but well, I found you know, very- I missed you. And but what could I do? I couldn't stop you. Oh, I know, but I found out very quickly that college was not for me. Right. And, and I think that that's that's a hard thing, too, because, you know, yes, you want your kids, me and you and, and Rick and Gigi. We want our kids to go to college. But how do you how do you then realize that, hey, maybe college is not for my kid? Well, I you never know? I never discouraged you. And you always told no, me no, you never since you were a me. kid that that's what you wanted to do. And I said, but well, I've if very it's going to happen or not. Yeah. I've always been a very independent person. Well, yes. You I've always had my job. Been. I've always worked. You know, they, a mom and Arthur would come visit me at El Chico when I was waiting tables in high school. You know, I always was doing my own thing. He never yeah. asked us for any money. Never, never. And, and that's the way it should be. Uh, parents shouldn't take money from their children or, or, or them take from us. You know, yeah. I, I, there's no way I'm going to take money from him. 
or it's just not right. You know, it's just not right for us to depend on our kids. They're they're gone and they're making their life. Their money is for their own children. And what would you um, in closing? What would you tell a new mommy that may be watching right now? A new mommy? Yeah. Um, something that you wished you would have done. Something different. You know, something that you that you did. Oh, you know what? A, you know, time has gone by so fast that I wish I had spent more time with my kids. And you need to be there for your kids as much as you can because in a blink of an eye, they're gone, they're married, they're gone. You don't have them there anymore. And they're not little anymore. He didn't like me kissing him when I would drop him off at school. He says, no, mom. And so, you know... Kiss them when you can. Yeah, kiss them all that you can and hug them and be with them because by the time you know it, they're grown and they're gone. And what I heard in there was, and then a woman comes and takes your son away. (laughs) (laughs) But then you have grandbabies to kiss because now she's giving Garrett kisses and putting her lipstick on over Garrett. That's true, but, you know, if... if, if, um, it's like they say, like Roland and, and Kenny, you know. They're my brother-in-laws. Yes. Uh, you know, and you. You know, I love them, you know, and I'm going to treat them like if they were my own kids. I don't want to mistreat her or Roland or Kenny, and then they, they'll mistreat you or they'll mistreat Lisa or Victoria. I'm going to love them all the same. Oh, man, because I, I love them and Mary all. are listening to this one. <laughs> I love oh. them all the same. <laughs> I do because she's now my daughter and they're now my sons. So during Christmas, I say I'm going to give all my kids. I don't call them in-laws. I call them my kids because they are. And they've all given me beautiful grandchildren and I'm so blessed. And like I told Renee, I have the most beautiful granddaughters. They're all beautiful. beautiful. Athletic and and my Yes, including my baby Delilah. But And Garrett, of course, my only... uh, I'm not going to see Garrett you know, grown, maybe not, you know, because we're at the age where, you know, we go, we can go anytime. Not you, so, mom. You're going to live to a hundred mm, at least. I, oh. You're going to be that old lady. And then he's going to say, look at me, my mother, she looks like 150. <laughs> 60 years old. Um, well, I love you, mom. And I, I was, love I was you so happy to, so much. And I had Mother's a Day great time. I'm glad you Mother's came. Day. And uh, yes. this is Steve Trevino and the Captain <laughs> Evil podcast. And, and Miss um, Dora. Turn out to be a good episode. And and do me a favor, folks. Please tag people that you think might enjoy our podcast. Happy Mother's Day. I hope you are treated well. And remember, all mothers deserve to be celebrated, uh, especially the good ones. Because it's it's easy to be a mom. It's hard to be a good mom. So with that being said, uh, until next time, I am Steve Torino. Thank you.